Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening, good evening, Blog Talk listeners. I am so grateful that you have joined us today for Selfless Love with Coach Chanel Budd. Uh, uh, Chanel, are you on? I am on. Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to give the show over to you and ask that you go ahead and say you wanted to talk about uh, what is love today, right? Was that our assignment? Sure. <laughs> yes, all right. All right, all right, all right. So uh, go right ahead. The floor is yours. Welcome, everyone, and good evening. I am back um, as your coach, Chanel Bud, and today's lesson out of the Selfless Love lesson is going to be Chapter 2, and it is love. And so I will go ahead and start to read that one um, chapter, and then I will follow through with the levels of love, and then I will have questions for you all in regards to the homework assignment, what does love mean to you? Love is an action more than just a feeling. The act of loving is actually a skill that is learned through experience, trial, and error. Perfecting in perfecting the skill to love takes patience, understanding, being unselfish, and requires empathy of other persons' feelings. Love starts with loving yourself. Often, people in relationships may express that they feel love, but the actual act of love is missing. Love comes in different levels depending on the relationship. The act of love is expressed through communicating it emotionally or acting upon it through gifts, body language, and intimacy. It is best to know the language of love of your partner, and you can start communicating your desire to know it by asking the question, what does love mean to you? The levels of love. So I have here documented four levels of love. Number one is the friendly love, the intentional act of showing appreciation to others for just being respectful, trustworthy, or dependable. Number two, relational love, dedicating yourself emotionally, physically, and mentally to another person. Number three, spiritual love, unapologetic servanthood to all of mankind. And then number four, self-love, to embrace yourself, your true self, flaws, insecurities, weaknesses, strengths, talents, and beauty. So with that, I'm asking my listeners, if there's anyone out here that would like to give me an example of what love means to them. Do we have any listeners? Yes, we have some li- Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, okay. Yes, we do have some listeners and uh we are asking for participation tonight, listeners, so 
uh, could you go ahead and just tell us um, what you think love is to you, or what does love mean to you? I'm gonna call. I'm gonna start calling <laughs> extension. So, we call yeah. I can see you. Is there anybody that wants to respond to the question? So what I'll do is I'll start off with something I looked at in a dictionary because for me, I wanted to at least give you all a closed-minded aspect, a worldly aspect of what the dictionary determines what is love. And so from that aspect, Love means an intense feeling of deep affection. And so that is just so closed-minded because that's all it tells you. So when you look and feel about love, love is an action. It's not just a word. And it means something much greater than what the dictionary says that love is supposed to mean. And so what I'm going to do today um to try to draw my listeners out to want to share something, um, just know, for one, that this is personable, but it's also inspirational, and we are supporters. So I'm a supporter, and I'm a transformational coach. So what that means for me is that I have empathy, understanding, no judgment. Um, I do believe in the Lord. He comes first in my life, but I also understand that there may be some who straddle or don't understand um, what having a relationship with the Lord means for them. And I get that and I understand it. And so that's why I have this platform so that we can communicate and embrace one another and try to get a better understanding of what love truly is and what who we are and what our purpose is in life. So love can mean so many different things, and it can also mean some hurting things for some people. So for some people, they may think that love is something that is harmful or dangerous, and they build barriers around past hurts, past pain from people that they felt were supposed to love them and did not or betrayed them or harmed them in a way that a person is not supposed to do. So I I get it and I understand that, but my, my duty and my responsibility for you all is to try to get you to understand that love is much more than what that is. Love is not pain. Love does not hurt and destroy and kill. That is not what love is, but people use love in the wrong way. And so um, I wanted to better define what love truly means and what God, God is love. God is is love, and that's one of the primary characteristics of God. And so um, that's the reason for this topic today is so that I can try to get you all to understand that uh, being open-minded when it comes to love and understanding what love truly means, you know, um, love should be safe. Love is kind. Love is understanding and communicating. Love should not hurt. There are things in human beings that will hurt, but overall, that's why I listed the different types of love because every love is far as a relationship love. A relationship love is, is going to be more affectionate and more emotional and more physical and more mental. And then you have your spiritual love, which is the unapologetic 
servanthood to all mankind. Your self-love is to embrace yourself, your flaws, your insecurities, and your weaknesses, your strengths, your talent, and your beauty. I believe that I put that for number four, but that's actually a number one. Because until you can love yourself, your true self, it's really, really difficult, or some may say even impossible, to love others. And so um, if you, if there's anyone out there that would like to, to, to touch on any of these uh, that they relate to, please, please go ahead and, and speak. Well, since I am on uh, this tonight with you, I am going to touch a little bit on uh, self-love. I feel like that if you don't love yourself, you won't be capable of loving anyone else um, in the way that God has us to love each other. Because you got to uh, value who you are. you got to get in touch with uh, what makes you feel good about yourself in order for you to help and feel good about someone else. Um I've always been one who just loved to love me by taking care of me, by seeing uh, what I needed and what what I uh, could give to myself in order to make me better. Um, that's the love that I have for myself. And if I'm not better, I can't take care of anyone else. I can't be of any good to uh, my sister or my brother if I don't love myself. And in order for me to love myself, I have to do the things that make me feel good, make me happy, uh, make me have the joy of the Lord. Because, you know, uh, the joy of the Lord is deeper than just happiness. When You know, you can be happy and you can try to make yourself uh, love, but... If you don't have the joy deep down inside that God gives you about him and yourself, well, um, you're short something. So uh, if I'm I'm understanding or describing that correctly, Chanel, would you go ahead and correct me or tell me where I'm falling short? Um, Sure. So, So one of the things I want to touch on with that is there's a lot of people that may not even know how to self-love. And so that's that's a lot of the times why we find ourselves in some of the most um, harmful relationships and things like that because self-love is something that comes through growth and maturity. And to self-love yourself is to step back from everyone else and really, really take the time to see what it is and who it is that you are that God made you to be. It takes for you to go through some things. Um, what, I, what I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain this in a better way for everybody, for all my audiences, because, again, there's some that don't even have a relationship with the Lord. And so in that, the key to everything is, you know, to, to, to do a self-evaluation. A self-evaluation is crucial because if you don't know yourself, you're expecting other people to have this love for you when you don't know what love is, and that's dangerous. So what I would say is to do a self-evaluation 
And then, you know, take baby steps. If you don't have the Lord in your life, start taking baby steps and look at it as a self-care plan that you're doing for yourself with the Lord. And slowly read a verse every once in a while, you know, read your daily devotional, start start writing down a, 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 a list of things, a good and bad list, good skills, bad skills. About yourself What can I do good about myself What don't I like about myself And start looking at your strengths And your weaknesses within yourself And also make sure to incorporate A word from the Lord And so that you can start building on self And as you do that Over time You will start to embrace And appreciate your flaws Because some of your flaws Are actually your strengths and so what the enemy does is he try to he tries to keep us from embracing our true selves. That's his job. His job is for us not to embrace our true selves so that we can continue to have false relationships. And these false relationships really destroy you in the end. It, it destroys your spirit. It may not destroy your flesh, but it destroys your spirit. And so um, self-love takes time. It takes work. But it's 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 the best work you can do for yourself. I would say self love and spiritual love go hand in hand because before you can do anything else in any other relationship, those two have to be in control and understood and embraced. Okay. Hi, can we hear from eight two six four? Uh, can we hear I'm from nine six eight? Yes. Hi. How you doing? Um. Hi, Chanel. This is Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Um, um. You touched on some very, very um, strong keys um, for love. And um, the foundation of love always through our creator, the one who who thought of everything, the world to bring it into light, from dark to light, all that was manifesting love. And the greatest love was that he set this world up for us, and he planted and he put animals, everything on here just to get man in a, a, a home type figure with him to commute with him and to and to, to so that he can enjoy us. The love started there. Now, when birth comes and uh, you know your mother and father, you know, get together and you know, I'm, I'm trying to speak. Um, um, you when the Lord says, "Be fruitful and multiply," and so that being said, that love starts also in the womb. Um, you know, for those who understand what I'm saying. And so we start loving um, when we find out that, we, you know, we are um, um, getting ready to be mothers, and we start that nurturing love inside the body first. And then once we start it inside the body, when that child comes from dark to light, it is presented with love. And so love starts second there. And then next love is taught by hugs and kisses and, 
you know, um, gentle words for some, you know, but um, the agape love that God gives us, um, it's phenomenal. And when the world gets a hold of us as we grow up, the world, because the flesh is in front of the spirit, we now see the world's love. And the world's love is... um, it's hard. It's, a, it's kind of like a hard love because we know that we should love and we have love in us. But when we meet someone or, you know, or our family members are, are, you know, like hard to deal with, that it's hard for you to bring that love out. So we try to um, manifest love in so many different ways, but there's only one way that you can get that love, and that is through Christ. That is through Christ because the world's love is so different. It's, it's, it's the complete opposite of the love God gives you because the love God gives you, it never fails. Um, we, we, seek, um, we seek it out of humans, but they can't give us that love that we truly de- de- desire. So love to me is what you what your relationship is with the Lord and what your relationship is with others because there's only one true foundation of love and the only way you can love the way God loves is for you to know who he is, to have that relationship of his love so that you can get a hold of God's love and then you can present it to other people. And um, <clears throat> that, that's where I'm at right there. I have so much for my mic is boggled. But Thank you. So, you're welcome. So- so th- yeah, thank you very much, Mom. So basically, um, what 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 I'm touching on is the fact that we have a, a choice in how we choose to love people, but to actually get education on what love really truly means. And so, my job as a as a transformational coach is to see lives transformed in a healing way. And so for me, I am. I, I always give a testimony because I believe that that helps other people, and that's why I'm here is because of my testimonies. But I will say that human love depends on how people were raised, okay, because love is, is that. Love is taught. It's learned. It's learned behavior. And until – you're able to understand and forgive if it's not the right type of love that block for you to truly understand what divine love is. So what I do and what I would like to do today, because it's been brought to me to right now as, as I'm talking to you all, is to start trying to see and figure out ways to forgive if the love is not the love that it should have been in your life. So forgiveness will help you to heal so that you'll be able to embrace the self-worth within yourself. Because self-love cannot really and truly happen unless you love yourself. And a lot of times people are harmed and they're hurt in different ways by family members and friends and boyfriends and girlfriends and things like that. Their hearts are broken. They're taken advantage of and stuff. And so I need for everyone to take a moment and to reflect and write this down if you're able to write this down, but to ask for forgiveness with, for yourself. Ask, ask your, forgive yourself. Tell yourself, self, I forgive you, and also forgive anybody who has trespassed against you. 
I need you all to do that because right now as you do that, you're breaking free from someone feeling or you having someone feeling like they still have you in bondage. So you're free from the bondage and for forgiveness of yourself and to also forgive those who have harmed you so that you can move forward into the self-love. Is there any other guests that would like to say anything? Hey, it's Autumn. I'm back. I'm on. Hi. Um, I so absolutely any- agree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just I'm just kind of getting the end of it. So, um, but on on the spiritual note of it, I always look at love to be where. Um, and I, I'm hoping I'm saying this all correctly, but, um, you know, because God is love to me. And I, I feel like sometimes we miss we misinterpret what, what God is about and what love is about, and we kind of get confused on those two things. But God is love, and if we love God enough to know that he has, you know, you know, forgave us for all our sins, he has loved us even when we, you know, we didn't feel love or avoided or anything like that. You know, he was always there for us. So I always look at the, the what I think about God, I think about myself and loving others, even people I don't even know, um, people I take care of, my family, my husband, despite the things that you may go through in your life, love will always be there because God is love. And, and that's just the way I look at it. And um, to love yourself, more importantly, you know, to give yourself that type of love. Sometimes we give everybody else love and not love ourselves the way we need to. And uh, I, I just, I, I really truly feel that putting yourself out there before we put others, um, that's what God wants us to do as well. We have to take it to the initiative to know that we are human. We all do humanly things, but we have to understand what God wants us to do as a person, as, as who you are, as Chanel, as, as mom, as, as Autumn, who are we? We have to put that out there where we should be, you know, giving us the praise or self the praise or self the love and, and everything else. And once we give us our our love that we're supposed to give us, then we can love everybody the same way. But sometimes we lose in ourselves and we try to do for others when we really have to take the initiative to, to think about self just because it's about yourself first. It really should be about God first in, in yourself before you give to others so then that it will be pure. Pure love. So I'm. So I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm so, just coming in. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you so much for for saying that. So what I want to touch on in re, in those aspects is through through your life, through everyone's life, you're going to go through, um, you know, all different sorts of ways that people feel <laughs> like love is what it is to them. And so that's mm-hmm. why it's so important to have the conversation so that you can get an understanding of where someone is and what love looks like and is to them because it's all different. Because yeah. love is an action, and it's displayed according to how someone has learned to love. Mm-hmm. And so what I do, is I, what I'm trying to do is to get everyone to have an open mind to, to grasp that love is bigger and more beautiful than than you can ever imagine, because God's love, it never fails. It never fails. And we are all human beings, and we all fall short. 
every last one of us, we all fall yes. short. And so in that, it's time to start seeing the beauty of what God has made us to be and not what the world says that love really is because love for the world is evil. Love for the world hurts. And so um, it, it makes us not be able to enjoy and embrace all that God has for us in love. And people might hurt you. People might let you down. People might break your heart and everything like that. But to see somebody for who they truly are, despite their weaknesses and despite their shortcomings, is a beautiful thing. And that's why I wanted to touch on love and what love truly means. God's love, spiritual love, is unapologetic servanthood to all mankind. Despite a friendly love, despite a relational love, despite a self-love, to all mankind. <coughs> Is there anyone else that would like to say something or share? Hey, Chanel. Hey, Cynthia. Um, I just wanted to... Um, Touch on. Um, I think I I I heard a phrase. It might have been from Jake's or somebody like that. But it says, "Meet people where they are, and love them at the level they can receive it." But I also yeah. see that you can you can turn that on yourself because I think a lot of times it's hard for us to self love because we we're in condemnation. We don't think that we're really worth loving ourselves. So we put all our energy in people because we don't know, we don't feel like we can give ourselves that love. But if you can meet someone on the level that they are, meet your own self on the level that you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've gone through, you know, open up yourself to receive your the love that God placed inside of you and start building yourself up from that level, no matter where you think that level is. The love of God is it reigns inside of all of us. So yeah. you should be able to build on that, but you have to open yourself up and open your mind up to understand I deserve this love. God is already He already dwells in me, so I should be able to walk in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I touch on thank you so much, Sam. This is this is one of the reasons why this topic is so this this topic of love is so huge for me, um, because what Cynthia just said is amazing. To meet people where they are and meet yourself where you are, to embrace and take hold of the flaws, the weaknesses, the insecurities, in in everything, your strengths your talents, and your beauty, because we all have it all. We have good, we have bad, but we are made in God's love. God loved us so much. He created us just how we were supposed to be for him. Despite what we were raised around or environments or the world or the media or, the, or, or you know, or those, those, those negative things, and, again, I keep saying, and stressing that the enemy wants to keep us bound. He doesn't want us to love ourselves. He doesn't want us to love others. He doesn't want us to know God's love. 
And that's why we should embrace it even more. Selfless love, Todd, is one of the biggest things that I am driven to do because this is a healing place and it's a community place where we can share, we can pray for each other, we can have our agreements, disagreements, we can have our conversations. But at the end of the day, we all win if we all get something from Selfless Love Talk. And um, is there anyone else that would like to say anything or share anything? Do we have anyone else, LaShondra, on the line? I'm still here, Chanel. Okay. Is there anyone else, LaShondra? I'm not sure she's still on. LaShondra, are you still on? She may not be on. Is there anyone else that would like to share or say anything? Hello? Yeah. Are you the only one on? Cynthia, are you still on? Yes, I'm on. Okay. Mom, you're still on? Okay. Yes. Chanel, I'm sorry. I had my uh, the phone that I was on, uh, I guess it charged out, battery went out, so I'm back now. Uh, I'm sorry okay. I missed whatever conversation y'all had, but go right ahead. We still are live. All right. Is there any other callers on the line? Uh, yeah, we have uh, six callers. Okay, so there's there's a few more then. Yeah. Anyone else would like so to say we... anything? Okay, so we had three um, who who spoke up and gave um, some wonderful love talk. Um, so there is, there should be at least one or two more that I, I'm I'm going to call you out if you do not um, say anything soon because. What I want to do is I want to start challenging my, my callers, and I don't want you to ever feel like you can't speak or give an opinion um, on here because that's what we're for. We're we're here for you. I'm here for you. So if anyone else doesn't have anything else to say, um, I want to read a scripture. And... Um, this this scripture actually came to me not too long ago today, so I'm going to go ahead and share it because it was something that I was glad to see. So it's called, it's Matthews. It's uh, Matthews 8 and 5. I'm, I'm going down here to 18. The cost of following Jesus. When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he gave orders to cross to the other side of the lake. The teacher of the law came to him and said, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to, lie his, to lay his head. Another disciple said to him, Lord, first let me go. And bury my father But Jesus told him Follow me 
and let the dead bury their own dead. So that stuck out to me, and I wanted to share that today because this is why we are open and I am open to sharing love, relationships, development, because even in the Lord's word it says when the when the when the dead pass on, let them bury themselves. We are responsible as an individual to care and love and help and support and encourage the ones that are still alive. And we have those that are alive but are suffering because they don't have a place to go. They don't have a safe place. This is a safe place. And it all starts with love. So if anyone anyone else have anything to say? Does anyone else want to lead in prayer tonight? Well, uh, hello? Yes. Well, uh, I had been trying to say good evening to you uh, a little early and couldn't uh, for some whatever reason, then my phone kept hanging up. But I just want to say uh, good evening, and I'm sorry that I didn't really get to hear everything that was said tonight. uh, so, but uh, I was invited <clears throat> to the uh, your call, and uh, I'm uh, uh, glad that I did call in because, uh, and, and just as you were just uh, talking about um, following Jesus uh, on yesterday, I had a call about discipleship, uh, asking me about discipleship, and as you went to read uh, that in Matthew, it, it reminded me of that call. Because as we follow Jesus, uh, you know, that's one of the things that we find out in discipleship, to love one another. So I uh, I hate I didn't get to hear everything, but I am glad I did get to hear what little I did hear. Amen. It was meant for you to hear what you heard. And there is a replay, so you have not missed anything. And I welcome you on onto the show t- this evening as well. And, and just for your um, just for your uh, knowledge of what we were talking about, we had uh, asked about love. What did it mean to you? Or what what is your definition of love? And everyone had given their definition. And uh, whatever your definition is, we would like to hear it if you have one tonight. And if not, um, we can catch you next week. But if you would give us a short uh, description or definition of love as you see it, uh, what you think it should be. Oh, amen. Uh, my definition of love, you know, there's a, a – and excuse my little uh, roommate there. He's uh, wanting to talk to somebody outside. <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's – well, it's my definition of love. You know, uh, we have, of course, the love of Christ, that unconditional love, that love that uh, will take you to the cross and, and give your life up for someone else. <clears throat> then we have that love that between man and woman, that uh, love that I, I love you so much uh, that we will 
come together and become uh, husband and wife. And then you have that love of friendship. So when you talk about love, uh, there are so many levels of love and that love of friendship, just uh, uh, love between two people uh, that uh, shows that uh, that love. And the, which uh, to me it's part of that unconditional love. If you are a true friend, you get to that place where you let a person be whom they are, who they are, and you still be there for them. You still be there to uh, hold their hands or to hear from them. And even if they uh, don't feel like you're being that friend or being whatever, you still let them go through whatever that is that they're going through, and you're still uh, there when they decide that, okay, well, maybe I was wrong, maybe I was whatever. Uh, you get to that place where can we talk, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, <laughs> of course, we understand the love that Paul talks about that, if you don't have love, you have nothing. Uh, this being that love, I, I love that love because it comes with that friendship. And all those loves can have the basis of that love in the beginning, and then it grows to uh, could grow to a husband and wife. It can grow to that unconditional love. It can grow to that love. And sometimes, you know, we don't always want that love that I'll die for you, so sometimes you got them that will die you won't take you on with <laughs> But, <laughs> you know, uh, it just, uh, when you look at just that uh, love and what love is and what love uh, uh, means, it can mean, it for me, those different categories uh, of love. Uh, just like friendship, I, I have friendships uh, in categories because everybody that's your friend that's not going to want to do what you do or do what some things that you want to do. And and people uh, say, well, you know, that's my best friend. And, I, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's my best friend for that category. I got some friends that are my best friend I go movies with. And everybody don't like to go to the movies. I have those friends I go like eating. Some people don't like to Some people don't like to go shopping. Some people don't like to do. And so those things that I know you like to do, then that's what we do. So, uh, so, uh, I, so I I I kind of categorize my life. So what I want to do? Thank you for speaking. Thank you for sharing. So what I want to do real real fast because you had just came on is um, I have I have a book and it's called Selfless Love Lesson and um, there's a link so like you can get it on Amazon and. Um, I'm author Chanel Rosebud. And so what we're doing is actually going through the chapters, and I'm speaking on each chapter, and then having you all, you know, answer these types of questions so that we can build, learn, and grow. But everything is done in the Lord. So real fast, I'm going to give you the levels of love because that's funny that you said that, and that was confirmation of my book. So what I did was I'm going to read them really, really briefly. I, I broke it down into four categories. The first category is friendly love, the intentional act of self showing appreciation to others for just being respectful, trustworthy, or dependable. Number two, relational love, dedicating yourself emotionally, <coughs> physically, ment- and mentally to another person. Number three, spiritual love, unapologetic ferventhood to all of mankind. And then number four, 
is self-love, to embrace yourself, your true self, flaws, insecurities, weaknesses, strengths, talents, and beauty. And so basically everything that you said will fall in line with the levels of love. But the most important two are your spiritual love and your self-love because you cannot truly love another person until you love yourself in God. You have to love who God has created you to be individually despite what you've been through, despite the people that harmed you, despite the people that tried to break you. And so what I'm doing tonight is asking everybody to reflect on those things, and if there's anybody who has harmed them, to forgive them for yourself, to free yourself. And then forgive yourself for bad choices because we all make bad choices. Nobody is perfect in this life. But to forgive yourself for anything that you feel that you regret, that you feel guilty for, anybody that you trespassed against, Forgive yourself for those actions as well so that you can move forward and be free in either growing your love, true love, agape love, or learn your true love, your agape love, your relationship with the Lord, your true relationship with yourself. Because no man can let you down unless you allow it. It's a choice. Once you are able to identify with yourself, you can be happy for yourself. You make your own self happy with God and with yourself. Anything else relational is an added bonus. But to also reciprocate that love to everybody else around you, no matter what. Have your boundaries for those that you feel like are going to be a harm to you. Have your boundaries. I'm not saying to go out and self-love everybody and be harmed. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is to identify self-love, gratitude, happiness, joy, peace, hope, and everything else that you deserve in your lives. Be a light. Shine your light. Don't hold back your light. And live. Live in peace, harmony, and happiness. For yourself, even if you, if even if you have to be by yourself. Amen. Amen. We thank Amen. God. Amen. Amen. Well, Chanel, um, this is um, Mom again, and uh-huh. um, I have a love testimony, and I and, and I want to know if I had. To share it um, Where you are today um, Has a lot to do um, With this testimony Of love And um, I like to share this Because um, You know When you have children And you know You're a single parent And you're You know you're, You're trying to You know Keep your family together And you know You come home from work One day And the kids Is you know, fussing and arguing, and and so this is my testimony of, of Chanel. So anyhow, um, it got so bad when they were arguing that I just stood in the middle of the floor, and I just screamed, Jesus, 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 help me. I said, I can't do this. I can't do this. This My children were teenagers at this time. And so all of a sudden, my Holy Spirit spoke to me, and said, give him back. 
And I shook my head, yes, Lord. So I called my children back up to the to the landing where they were, and I told them that the Lord told me to, 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 to give them back to him, to give you all back to him. At that point, my love changed. Not that I didn't love my children, but the love of God reigned over my children. And so I was able to love my children, but I didn't, I was missing it. I was missing it. And I didn't know I was missing it because I, I was on that level that I love my children, of course, not do anything for them. But that love that I had before I turned them back to God was gone. You know, it, it, I gave them to God. It was gone. So they grew up and, you know, you know, children, teenagers, you know, go out and, you know, they start making their own lives and everything. And a lot of things happen, <coughs> excuse me, um, you know, in, in, in my family's life. Um, my wrong decisions, you know, me trying to make decisions and me trying to live my life with children and everything. So some things I missed and I didn't catch on to till um, we got older. You know, Chanel grew up. My children grew up and became grown and, you know, had their family. And Chanel, her first book she wrote um, was the book that brought me back to where I left off at at my home when they were teenagers about love. And I didn't understand her fuss. I didn't understand, Chanel, this did not happen. The way she wrote the book and everything, it just broke my heart for me, but I wasn't seeing it through her eyes, the love that she had or the love that I missed. That night, I just cried out to the Lord, and I had fallen asleep. I dreamt that I was walking somewhere, and the next thing I turned around, and this portal opened up, and I saw Chanel as maybe like a Three, three year old, three to four year old child, and she saw me. She saw me, and I saw her. And all of a sudden, I said, Chanel. And she stretched her arms out and said, Mommy. And I could feel that just go through my whole body like I had. Where were you? I missed you. You know, where where did you go? That love, that love, that love. And I'm like, oh, my God, and it hit me to my core. And so I'm crying in my sleep. I'm crying in my sleep. And all of a sudden, these two people said, I, I can get you back your daughter. And I said, how, how, how can you get her back for me? And they told me that <clears throat> she was in this building with these people, and it was only one shot I, I had to get her. And I only had that one shot, so when I seen her, I had to grab her then. And so all of a sudden, she went inside this building, and Chanel was coming out of the room with this man. And next thing I know, I just ran through and swooshed her up, and I held her so deep in my arms, and when I woke up out of my sleep, I was still in that fetal position with her. And I just cried and cried and cried because that love was missing. And I got it back through her. I called her back that next morning, and I just poured out to Chanel. And I said, Chanel, please forgive me. Please forgive me. I said, I love you. I love you. I said, God has now returned that love back to me that I had given to him for my children. But Chanel was the one. 
she was the one that stood out out of my all my other two. I had three children. She was the one that needed that love that I didn't give her because I gave her back to God. And today, this is where she's at right now with the full love that I've, I'm able to give her back. I support her 100%. And I thank God for that love that he returned back to me so that I can love you more while you're grown, too, as well. And I love you, Chanel. Amen. I love you, too, Mom. No, oh, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Amen. We don't know what what course God has for us and purpose God has for us, and so some of the things that we go through or we endure is for it's all for a reason. Everywhere we go, every path we take, every wrong move we make, every up, every down, it's all in God's purpose. Mm-hmm. He has us. He planned us. He had it all made and planned out before we even got here. Our job is to get through it, press through it, trust the process. Trusting God, number one, wholeheartedly, and make it to the end. And so, Amen. in that, and so in that, my mom is a glorious woman. She's a she's a God fearing woman. She's a strong woman. She she my mom is actually my hero, and um, she's always has been, and I'm her protector. I've always been a protector over my mom. Um, so I'll share that I'll share that right now. Um, I was always the one that would would worry about where she's at all the time. I would cry when she left. I'm, I'm a protector. I'm a loyal person. I'm a faithful person. I'm a trustworthy person. I love and I love hard. And so um, yes, that can be obnoxious at times, but but you know, sincerely and truly, that's who I am, and that's what God is showing me in this day of 2019. My passion is love, and it's, it's selfless love. Because in marriages, relationships, family, uh, even in your in, in in your workplaces, it's very difficult. Life is difficult. The world is difficult. But God says, love them anyway. Love them more. He tells us. Pray for those who even harm us. That's how much God loves. That's his love. That's his character of love. And so going forward, I would like for you all to, um, if you don't have the book and you want to follow along, you can, by going to Amazon and looking up the Selfless Love Lessons, author Chanel Rosebud. Lesson three is going to be on communication. And so communication is huge. It's huge on every aspect and every level. It's just as important as every other topic we have discussed. Um, Love is number one, but I had it as number two because you have to understand in order to love. So number one was understanding. Number two is love. And next Thursday is going to be lesson three, communication. So the next homework assignment is going to be on communication. Okay. All right, LaShondra. All right. Can you hear me? I can. Uh Uh-huh. 
Okay, I'm sorry. Well, God bless you, Chanel, and God bless all the listeners that are on tonight. That brings us to the close of our show. Uh, Chanel, you can go ahead and give them your um, contact information, and uh, we'll ask uh, Ms. Robinson, would you like to pray us out? Okay, yeah. All right, Chanel, go ahead. Okay, so Chanel, the, uh, the email address that you all can contact me at is CoachChanelB at gmail.com. I have a website, and that is www.MondayMorningClientServices.com. I'm available 24-7, so um, reach out to me if you want to leave any type of feedback. You can do that off the website or email any questions. If you want to give me contact information and your email addresses, please contact me at CoachChanelB at gmail.com. And with that said, we're ready to close in prayer. Yes. Yes. Our, you ready? Okay. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, we pray with you tonight, Lord Father God. We pray for each other, Father God. We keep you in the front line, Father God, because you are the keeper of all of us, Father. We pray right now, Father, for this evening that the prayer that was spoken today in love. And so, Father God, we come to you today. We thank you for the love that you instilled in us, that you have instilled in Chanel, Father God, and everyone that is, that is here. Father God, please forgive us our trespassing, Heavenly Father. Lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from evil. Father God, we are here to love one another. We are here to assist and help one another. And we thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 All right. Have a good evening, blessed evening, safe, blessed week. And we will see you next Thursday. Amen. All right. Good night, all. Have a blessed one. Amen. Amen.